Welcome back to Forward Pressing, episode 37. Man, I am excited to be here today. I am your host, Kevin. I got Yanis here with me. How you doing, man? Yay, another Forward Pressing episode. Another depressing Arsenal story. Another... Yeah, I was going to say, you you depresso today. I mean, I don't know. I just came out for the barbershop, so I got a nice face. So that's a bit of a stress reliever. I mean, you had to after the game we saw this morning. We're recording this on a Saturday, August 28th. And Arsenal have lost to Man City 5-0 this morning. <sighs> yes, we have. Yes, we have. We're going to have to talk about... Um, we're going to talk about later. That later. But we have... Uh, I mean, this, this transfer window has been... I think the craziest transfer window I have ever witnessed in my whole life. With the amount of star players that have moved and drama that has happened in the transfer window, it has to be either the greatest ever or one of the greatest. I think it's got to be one of the greatest ever because you. I don't think you, you rarely see a window where two of the best players in the world move at the same time. Oh, yeah. Speaking of that. Ronaldo, baby. Manchester United, the last dance. Did I call it? You sort of did, but you weren't 100% sure. I mean, I called it after I saw the rumor, so I did not call anything. But, I mean, listen, I was not 100% sure. But uh, for me, it, it just felt like if he had to move, it would have been – if it had to be a Premier League team, there was no other team than Man United. But obviously there was. Um, I mean, the, the last 48 hours have been insane, right? Because what happened was he didn't – he benched himself at Juve, and we were like, okay, okay, what's happening? And then he comes out with that whole message on social media being like, it's disrespectful to talk about these things, like to link me with all these clubs, and it's disrespectful to them, it's disrespectful to me, like, just don't say anything if you don't know anything, and basically uh, be quiet and see what happens with a winky face at the end or something. And we're all like, all right, so, I mean, listen, it kind of feels obvious that he wants to move. I'm not really happy with Juve situations. Um, would you consider his, his three years at Juve a, a success or a failure? Because it's a failure my, in my book. You, he didn't get the Champions League, so yeah, it's a failure. But he did get, like, what, two Serias or one Serie? So what happened – I was looking at um, – I was looking at the – somebody had tweeted this. They were, like, the three years before Ronaldo showed up, three, uh, three Serie A titles, uh, two Copa del Reyes, and I think was it one Champions League? No. No, but they made the final, the, the final. Twice, actually. And then it's like three three years with Ronaldo, one Serie A, one Copa del Rey, eliminated in the round of 16 twice by uh, Porto and what, Ajax. And so it's just, I mean, it has to be nothing but a failure, right? It's a failure. I think it's hard to put that everything on him, but because he's the marquee signing, people are going to do that. I mean... It's definitely not all on him. He finished with he was the Serie's top goal scorer last year. At 36 years old. I mean he's not the he's not the same player he was, but true. But reality is also that Juventus couldn't afford him. Because he's like very expensive. But I think he has like a 500 k salary per week with UV, which is like ridiculous. They can't afford him right now. So they had to sell him somewhere. So I mean, on Thursday, it looked like it was going to be City. And I think, like, everything, everybody thought it was going to be City. And then United fans were already, like, crying and, like, getting... Oh, dude, you don't even know. It, w- it was, it was okay, it's either PSG or City. And everybody's blowing up because, I mean, the PSG rumors never got, never got hot. But they were, like, 
imagine Ronaldo at PSG, like they can afford it. Ronaldo, Neymar, Messi, like that would literally break the internet, break the whole world. Um, and then it was like really, oh, it's Man City. Pep's, Pep's want, Pep wants him. Um, he wants to. That's the striker they needed. Yeah, that was a striker. He wants he wants to move. Uh, he knows he's going to win trophies. He's going to be in it for the Champions League. He's going to be in it for the league. Um, it looks like um, City didn't want to pay for him. They didn't want to pay the, the 30 mil or whatever. That was rumored. And they wanted him for free, but UA didn't want to give him for free, which obviously. Um, and then it was just like the whole day, it was just City. It was like nobody else. It's just City. It's going to happen. I was convinced it was going to happen. I was already on board with it. But to me, it was like... But then I think Thursday night, you saw rumors of like City pulling out and then there was only United available as the last option, no? No. So what So what happened was, I mean, the GOAT, the transfer GOAT is Fabrizio Romano. If you're not following Fabrizio, you got to follow Fabrizio. He's, he's he changed the game. Um, he's the best in the game right now. But uh, what happened... How it, how it looked was it, it looked like it was a sure thing to City and I got City fans blowing up my DMs being like cry United fan cry cry your best legend is coming to play for a real Manchester Manchester's blue blah 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 and I'm like alright this, this one dude in particular has messaged me early in the transfer window he's like uh, cry United fan we're getting hollow we're getting messy um, and he's telling me how you guys are going to sell Bernardo Silva and Gabriel Jesus and everybody Sterling to clean up the wages so you can get Messi, uh, Kane and everybody and I'm like all right all right relax bro relax um, all right, now what it's looking like is City don't get Holland they don't get Messi they don't get Kane and they don't get Ronaldo and they pay 100 mil for Grealish a number 10 that a mainly number 10 that they already have like three or four of basically. But that means that's one number 10. They have like six false nines right now. Yeah. Um, so you could argue that they really did not need a Grealish, especially for a hundred mil when they probably need a striker. Um, let's be honest. They, they, they didn't really need a striker today. Let's be honest about that. They did not need a striker, but also they were playing Arsenal. So, um, but then I think it was I think it was Thursday night where we kind of see when people are asking like were Man United even like trying to get Ronaldo and then it's the Fabrizio said like Mendes offered him to City and offered him to to United and it was kind of like City that was like the main the main club right there and then apparently it's Sir Alex Ferguson it's all a bunch of other United legends that messaged Ronaldo that kind of like tugged the heartstrings that told him like. Listen, you go to City, like, there's no coming back. Like, you're kind of basically, like, giving up your whole United Legend status. Because, like, if you... Well, they said it in the press conference. If you play for United, you know you can't play for City. But that's not true, though, because we've seen players play for City and United. Yeah, and they're not accepted by United. Really? Tevez isn't accepted by United? Schmeichel isn't accepted by United? Didn't Schmeichel play for both? Okay, but Schmeichel is different. Tevez is not. Tevez is not. But Schmeichel is different because... Um, when Man City at that point were not, they weren't even a rival. They were they were even a competitive club. Okay, but then Tevez left and made City uh, like an actual competitive team. What is that? How's that? Yeah, that was when City was starting to be competitive. Like that's when City when that's when there was an actual rivalry that started, basically. But then how how's that on? Well, I mean, I think it's harsh on Tevez because I mean it can't happen. Tevez but... was a mercenary going to City. There, he went for the money. I mean, he won there, so. Yeah, I mean, 
that, that's what happens when you have the money to splurge on a lot of quality players, right? Um, but it's a different situation by Tevez and and uh, and Schmeichel. But I mean, Ronaldo going to uh, City would have been. He, I mean, I already saw United fans burning jerseys, I, which I never condone. Obviously, like that 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 always takes it way way too far. Um, I was kind of like come to terms with it. I was I was like really young when Ronaldo was at United, so I don't have like the, the fondest of memories. And I've always been I feel like I have I've always had this stigma against Ronaldo because I've always been Team Messi. And when you're Team Messi, that it's like Jordan and, and uh, LeBron. It's like you spend your whole life arguing for one side that you kind of resent the other side a little bit. And I've always argued on Messi's behalf. Um, so you kind of like feel like you've talked down Ronaldo so often. But obviously, he's one of the greatest players. I was probably the second greatest player in the world. Uh, second greatest player ever after Messi, which, I mean, is is amazing, right? It's, it's, it's crazy. Um, so I feel like I've never really kind of appreciated it. And I kind of was okay with him going to City. Not okay, obviously, but I did, I did not have my heart broken that a lot of other United fans did. But, I mean, then United swoop in. It's all, it's all United, and he's coming home, baby. One last dance. I'll tell you this. Um, I think this, I think this was uh, an emotional move in a sense from Ronaldo, more so than a tactic, just strategic one. Because logically, if we're going by like the strength of both teams, he should go for City because he'll win. He would go for City because he'll win and have obviously better chance in the Champions League. But it wasn't about the money, obviously. But it wasn't about the money. No, but no, it, it wasn't. It was never about the money. But like, I'm talking about like chances to win trophies. For sure, but that's why, like, you know, it's it's so hard now because like then it's it's so hard for players to go to teams that are not the best in the world already. Like, what's the point? You're gonna have two, three teams that are that are, um, great, like amazing, great that can compete, and the rest are just kind of like stuck in the mud because all the best players just want to go to the best situation to win. It kind of really. It, I think he. I think Ronaldo is trying to get another Champions League. So he's going to do whatever he has to get it, regardless if it's going to City or not. Now, I think Stralis must have changed his mind on something because it looked to me like he wanted the... Sir Alex is like a father to him. Yeah. So he's going to listen to Stralis, obviously. And then I think he did... I mean, the talk with Stralis probably changed things because from the reports that, that we got and like from what I saw online and stuff, it looked like he was like leaning towards City, like himself. It looks like he, he wanted the city move because he wanted the best situation to win, and then it kind of. But it, at the end of the day, he gets to choose, right? He can he can choose between wanting to win and and his legacy, basically. Yeah, but let's be, let's be realistic. The best chance to, for him to win a Champions League is with City, not with United. Am I wrong? No, hundred percent, hundred percent. The best chance to win the league as well is with City or United. Yeah, but now though the league becomes interesting because now there's a bit of more of a balance. Now you have you add like a third. Not, it might be like a three or four horse race for the league. I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be between. I mean, I don't know what's happening with Leicester. They it's been three games. They haven't really convinced me much. Um, so I'm kind of worried. They'll finish maybe top five. I think top five. I'm I'm worried about a five top five six finish right now for them. I'm worried about that. I think it's early. To, I think it's too early for that to talk about Leicester for now. We still need to see. I still want to see a couple more games with like Pass and Daka and the new transfers and how they adapt without Fofana to like judge them. But like off of what we have in terms of transfers. I think United puts put themselves in a like better position than they were the day before in terms of like. I mean, Ronaldo's gonna score 15, 20 goals this season, depending on when he comes in. Like, because he's not gonna play next game, that's for sure. He might not even play the game after that. So. But 
I think, for, I mean, from his legacy standpoint, like, this is mad for him. In a good way. In a good way, yeah, in a good way. In a good way, because you're coming back to, like, the club that, that brought you to glory. I mean, he, he won the treble at United. Like, um, and now, you know, if he wins it again, if he brings in the next two years, three years maybe, he brings a title to United, the, the Premier League or a Champions League, it's insane. It's especially because when it comes to United at the point where we are now, we're not one of the juggernaut teams in the Premier League. I mean, like, obviously we're one of the juggernaut teams, but we haven't, like, we're not a Man City where we're so clearly the favorites, right? Like, it's a, it's a, it's a fight. Like, if you had to check the odds for the Premier League title, it's probably, I haven't looked, but I'm guessing it's City and Chelsea up top, maybe even Liverpool ahead of us. But even even when you look at, like, the Champions League, right? Like, your group now, I thought I honestly thought you guys would have struggled with your group as it is. I don't know if you saw your groups. I mean, the only team I think we would have struggled with is Villarreal because the way they play is... Atalanta? I mean, for sure Atalanta too, but they're also not as great as they were last season, I think. And I feel like we could have taken them. I mean, now, yeah, now you should be able to win your group. I mean, now, now, we, can, now we can make a run. I mean, when you have Ronaldo, a guy that's able to score goals from anywhere on the pitch, like it's, it's a game changer, especially the fact that we've been missing that striker. Like Marcel is not the answer to our, to our missing striker uh, struggles. Because we're getting goals, but we're not getting goals from a, a, a lead striker that's, that's taking the mantle and scoring 20 goals a year, right? Let me ask you this. Honest, just a simple question. You think United gets a trophy this season? And if yes, which one? It's so hard, right? Because we're like not favorites in any of the situations. I don't think we get the league. Um, I don't think we get the league. Um, I think the FA Cup we can win. I think it's going to depend on the situation. If we're, if we're still in the running for the Champions League, I think the FA Cup is going to be tough. Um, but if we're like, but what what's a good what's a good final like standing in the Champions League? Like if you if, if you were to exit, where would you like to exit the Champions League? Quarterfinals, at least. I want to get to the quarters at least. I think we can even make it to the semis. Depends. Yeah, I mean after after that, it depends on who you get. I think I think semis would be. I mean, it's gonna be dependent on who we play in the in the quarterfinals, right? We can play PSG in the round of sixteen and get knocked out, right? Like, um, so anything can happen. But I think we should. I think a semifinal, reaching the semifinal for, for us this year would be amazing. I'd be extremely happy. Um, and challenging for the title until the end of the season, I'll be happy. Um, and then next season, it's, it's go big or go home. But with the signings we've made, like I, the first game was amazing, right? The second game was abysmal. Um, second game was classic United of last season where we're dropping points at teams we should not drop points to. And we finished second in the league. But if we clean up those games like we did last year, then it's way closer, right? But now with Ronaldo, I feel like we, that, that puts you over the edge of like winning those close games because you're going to get those goals. He's, he's a grinder and he, he, he creates, right? He gives you the chances. So when those close games, that may, be, that may be the difference, which is what we need. But I still like... If we're talking about rating transfer windows, right? Like, I do not give United a 10 on 10 transfer window. Really? I don't think we get it. I don't think you can give, as a United fan, I don't think I can give my team a 10 on 10 transfer window rating when we don't sign a midfielder. Impossible. Are you serious, Kev? I'm so serious. 9 on 10, 9.5 on 10, whatever you want. But you cannot get 10 on 10 when Fred is your one of your starting midfielders, as abysmal as he's been. When you have to choose between Fred, McTominay, or uh, a Van de Beek that is never getting an opportunity, that's bad. All right. Well, at least there's, t- there's, there's still more time for, like, another transfer. I don't think you guys are doing it, though. I, I don't – I'd be 
No, we're not. No chance. No chance. I don't really see who's doing it. The only thing that I can see doing another transfer is like the rumor, the, the Mbappe transfer, but I don't think it's going to happen. But I'm, I'm just like, I'm also so disappointed that we haven't sold some players as well. Like Delot was rumored to go to uh, Dortmund. They really wanted him, but apparently that's not happening anymore because United wanted, want him to stay. Um, why do they want him to stay? They want him to stay for depth, but I don't know how much he's going to play. He's probably not going to play. Brendan Williams got sent on loan, so they need a second right back. Yeah. And we need we needed to send more players on loan, which I'm really happy about this season because we got Axel on loan, we got uh, Brandon Williams on loan, uh, we got uh, I think James Garner just got a loan as well. So I'm really happy about that. But Phil Jones is still a Man United player. <clears throat> not for long. I mean, I hope not. But see, like it's like these players that have been at the club for I don't know how long that we haven't even seen remotely close to playing a game. Like, why are they even part of the club? Why? Like, these are players that should have been gone three or three years ago. So, I don't know. That's just – it feels like we want to keep all our players and keep buying more, and they just, like, die on our bench. Or, or not even – they just die on the roster. They don't, they're not even on the bench. I got to ask you – because we're going to move topic, obviously. But uh, real quick, before we get into the games that we saw today, we didn't I, we didn't talk about the Champions League. I just wanted to – I just wanted to ask you one question regarding it. Like, I don't know if you saw the groups. Do you, what do you think is, like, a, the group of dead? If you think, I mean, P- P- just PSG man sitting in the same group is already makes it a group of death, in my opinion. But and Leipzig, yeah, exactly. And Leipzig, too. But like, you get the two favorites in the same group that's crazy. That makes it interesting. Do you, you saw Group B? Um, which one is Group B again? Atletico, Liverpool, Porto, Milan. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's a crazy one as well. I mean, that that you could choose any mix of two clubs and that could actually happen because anything can happen. That makes it like that seems like it's like two group of dead in this one this year. I feel like that that's one of the most in, in, insane group of deaths we've seen. I think because all you, there's no gimme in that in that group. All four teams, all four teams could probably finish first. Even Bruges in like the the group A with the City, PSG, and Leipzig, they could surprise. Yeah, that's a sleeper. There are there are worse fourth clubs. Yeah, Tejan Buchanan is a new. Uh, Bruges player. I don't think he's going to be there to like because he's finishing the season with New England. But uh, if he gets a chance to play like when one of those games like in the new year, it'd be nice for him in his development. Great experience for him. And uh, congrats on his move too. But I guess we do. Do we have to go there now? I guess we got to talk about it. I mean, I want to talk about let's talk about the Chelsea Liverpool game because that like we just we started recording this um, about an hour, I would say, after the game finished. But I mean, listen, the big talking point of that game was the red card. Um, Chelsea looked like they had the better chances overall throughout the game, in the first half especially. It, like, Liverpool had more possession, and they were kind of, like, getting in the third, the third, like, the third part of the, the pitch more. But they didn't have, like, deadly chances, and Chelsea had a lot of counterattacking opportunities. Honestly, if the game had to went to 11, I think Chelsea would have won it. I, exactly. I think they would have won it as well. But then that, that red card, that penalty in the red card, first of all, it's a penalty shot. Second of all, that is not a red card. It's harsh. I think it's harsh for a red card. That's it's not a red card. Um, he you see him go for it with his leg to stop to stop the ball, and it does hit his leg, and it bounces straight into on his arm, and bounces out. So if his arm wasn't there, it was a goal. That's why it's a penalty shot. But you cannot give a red card. That was not intentional. Um. So yeah, I that's just 
Anthony Taylor, once again, there's a lot of controversy around him. That kind of hurt the game. It ruined the game right there because, you know, you finished the first half with a red card, Chelsea are 10 men down, and it's a 1-1 game now. Exactly. But even with 10-0 men, like, Chelsea had a couple of chances. Like, we got caught a good one. If it, I think it got counted by Matsy, but they were still... Chelsea defended extremely well. Extremely well in the second half. That's what, and uh, I think the the Aspili Quota is a key is a key player for them still because obviously he started the game as like one of the three center backs, but he's so versatile that he can play either fullbacks as well. So then, even if you lose Reese James in that situation, you're still able to get a good back four, and you can even bring Tago Silva to make it a back three again. So having Aspico, uh, having players that can play like multiple positions is like a, such an under underrated like asset. Mendy really impressed me as well. Yeah, he made a couple good saves. He's he's a great keeper. But, uh, I mean, I want to talk about other transfer windows after, but I want to talk about Arsenal first because um, it's... I mean, listen, you guys have you guys haven't had the easiest schedule to start. Sorry, I forgot I forgot to mention. Uh, I wanted I wanted to see more of Van Dijk versus Lukaku, but we didn't get that this time. That'll be for next time. Yeah, Lukaku had a Lukaku had some strong some strong moments as well. The the one the one where he um, Robertson kind of tried to to get up on him and he kind of just like turned off turned on him um, and went forward. Yeah, that was that's why you got the big man there. Um, yeah, he didn't touch the ball like uh, very often in the first half. Like he he was for the I think through the first 20, 25 minutes he had only touched the ball twice. Um, which was at least on the pitch, but then he he got some chances after. Um, Arsenal, I mean, you guys played uh, Chelsea and City in the first two out of the first three games, but then you you lose your opening game of the season to Brentford two zero. It's three games you haven't scored a goal. We haven't scored. We haven't scored a goal. You haven't scored a goal in three games, and you just got battered five zero. Let's be honest. I didn't. I'm not that. Sur- I'm gonna be honest. I'm not that surprised. Obviously, I'm disappointed about the Brentford result. Five goals is a lot, but five goals. We've this isn't the first time we get five against City. Like when you saw the lineup, especially that back. I mean, that's not something to be proud of. It's not something to be proud of. Absolutely not. But like even when you see our back three, it's shaky. Gabrielle is in here. Pablo Mari is. I, I like Pablo Mari more than. You guys are missing a lot of players. Because of COVID and injuries and all that, like Thomas Partey is not there. Still, we haven't seen Ben White. Ben White is he kept when Ben White got COVID. I think Ben White and Paul Gabriel should usually be like our starting lineup, if anything, for our center backs. But so you guys are missing a lot of players too. But all I saw, I've seen this where you kind of were kind of being like, we have we need Arteta to get good players in to actually give him a chance, but. A lot of the players you guys have are players that he's want, like he he's either pushed for or signed himself. We don't have the depth that like a city have. You saw there was a point in the game where Gabriel Jesus got subbed on for uh, Real Mares, I think, and then we subbed off. I think it was Smith Row for like Midland Niles. And then I'm like, of course you're not going to be able to compete. Like no disrespect to Midland Niles, but he's not like he hasn't done much. Especially as a midfielder, he hasn't done much. Okay, let me t- let me show you this. Okay, I want to see your comments. I'm gonna go through your lineup. Okay, Leno, thoughts? Respectable, still our number one. All right, he. This is a player that Arteta chose. Right back, you have Cedric. 
We haven't. We, I mean, Nuno Tavares is right back too, but he's not. He's playing left back, so I don't know. I'm going about the lineup that was off. That was on the pitch today. He's. I mean, not a good game. Not a good game, and this is a player that Arteta chose. Um, right center back was Caleb Chambers. Thoughts? I think not. Not a good game. This is a player that was kind of getting dropped out of the lineup that Arteta decided to reintegrate into the lineup. Um, Rob Holding. Promising, but he still needs. Uh, I think. He's, I mean, he's recovering from an injury. Obviously, he's back, but he's not. This wasn't his game. This wasn't his game again. Not a good game for Rodney Holding. This is a player that Arteta gave a four-year deal to and called his most important player. I think he has a good place in the team. I just think today he was he wasn't on it at all. Kolasinac, left center back right now. Trash. This is a player that Arteta decided to reintegrate into the squad. I don't know why he's. Honestly, I thought he was gonna get transferred to Schalke. Um, Tierney. Probably our, one of our most promising players still, even though he didn't have he didn't have a great game also. But this is a good player. Um, Saka Bukayo had a disappointing start to the season, I'd say. But this game, he was it was iffy. I mean, he had a good start. I mean, honestly, the whole team had a good start for the first like 15, 10 minutes. But then after that first goal, he's one of your best players as well. Um, Odegaard. He needs time to readapt, but he's our best player. He's our playmaker. He's, this is a person that you guys chose twice, and honestly, like... I think it's early to judge him, though. We I don't know we called, we chose him twice, but, like... He, he was there last season. He was he was just in the system. He didn't even play it. Like, he, he barely played outside of the system between the offseason. This isn't the lineup that we want to play him with. This isn't... He has to be a, a more central than he was today. He was more so wide uh, at more times than none. Even Smith-Rowe, like, I know Smith-Rowe... He's still promising, but he still needs... He's still, like... It's his second season. Smith-Rowe got a contract, but he's a good player as well. He's also one of your best players. Um, Zaka. It's a bad red card. But we need... We need we need to play with the edge. We need to play with some edge on him. I think we, we still needed him. But today was not as a... He just... He got a four-year deal, and... and when Obama gets on the pitch, he's the captain. I was surprised he got a four-year deal. That, that surprised me. That's not... That's not something you want to see... From your club, and then you have Aubameyang at the top. What are you thoughts? Like, is he washed? I think he's washed. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to think about him. I want to give him one more. I think he's washed. I think I, he deserves one more season. I think he probably gets a move and plays better wherever he goes, which would be really, really, I mean, it would be very telling. Um, yeah. So a lot of these players, these are players that, I mean, Arteta has either fought for or chose himself. And I get we're missing the Partey, we're missing the the Ben Whites, but you guys played a like a a five four one today, and let in five goals, and a lot of these goals w- were free. Like it's one one city player in the box between. It, a lot of a lot of those goals were simple fifty mistakes. I would say they were mistakes. So like, do you do you have sympathy for Arteta being like, like? We get the loss for City. Like, it would have been very ambitious to expect a win. But the way it happened is just... It's one thing to lose, but it's a different thing when you lose the way we lost today. Exactly. And nothing looks promising. So, I don't know. Like, are you at Arteta out right now? Or no? I'm, I mean, I was no last week. I'm leaning towards yes right now, but I can't say yes, definitely. I think I think it's harsh to get... To, I, I think it's harsh to judging after those three games because we knew... Not even a goal. We, we, oh, that's the disappointing thing, but also the fact that we're playing two of the best teams that are going to compete for the title, and we're obviously not there today. So 
we I think it's harsh to judge. I mean, it's not harsh because it is like you, you gotta prepare for what the, the 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 schedule and stuff. But I think he does deserve a couple more games. I don't think he gets ten. I if if it happens for the next three games, then he'll be out for sure. But then if we can't get a result in the next three games, who are three winnable games. I can't remember who we're playing again, but I know the three winnable games because they're not in the top six. So that should still be like three possible wins or at least some improvement to the last three games that we've had before. So after if those three, those, those next weeks are going to be capital for him. To, for his job, not only for his job, but for the club in general. I mean, like, let's look at your next, uh, let's look at your next couple of fixtures because when, when do you expect to get your players back? I don't know. I don't know. The COVID thing, I think it takes at least... That's the thing. Like, do you wait until you get players back and then see what you can do? Or Because, like, your next game is getting Norwich. If you lose that game, if you lose that game, like, that's GG for me. It has to be a winnable. That has to be a win. Is it, it has to be a win. I don't care if it's a home away, but that has to be a win. Norwich have been... Haven't scored a goal either. Wait, have they? They've scored, they've scored a couple goals, actually. <laughs> but they, they've all, they also have a negative nine differential and three losses. This is like the worst club in the Premier League. But in terms of quality, like we expect Norwich to be at the bottom. So, I mean, if you lose against Norwich, for me, it's it's sack the manager. I mean, I'm, I've already, I already haven't been convinced of Arteta even from last season. You know this. But I mean, like, I don't see how anybody can be Arteta in if you lose against Norwich next week. I can't be Arteta in. I can't. Be, I can't. It would be impossible. Um, so we'll see. But. Uh, it's it's tough. I mean, and then you th- you look at you look at the signings you've made and and the amount that you've pay- you've paid for these signings. Um, that's also concerning. We're playing Northwich, we're playing Burnley, and we're playing Spurs. We need at least two two wins out of three. Because even Spurs, I don't think we can beat Spurs right now. I mean, you're not beating Spurs right now. Are you beating Burnley right now? We should. We have to. I mean, no, you have to. But are you? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. Especially away. I mean, they, they played Liverpool tight and then they lost against Burnley, uh, Brighton, sorry. So they're not doing too hot this season right now, but it's only been two games and they've kind of, they haven't played bad. So I think, and Spurs might be the hottest team right now. Like they haven't lost a game since the season started. And Hurricane's full committed now. So they gave Hurricane back. Frick. <sighs> yeah. Um, okay. So before we, before we end it, um, I want to talk about just some transfer windows. Um, how would you rate United's transfer window? Because I know I told you, for me, it's probably like a 9 on 10 or 9.5 out of 10. Is this a 10 on 10 for you? I don't see how you don't give it a t- I don't think, I don't see how you don't give it a 10. You got, you have this, one of the best records in the world on 25 million. That's not a lot. Obviously, there's going to be wages to that and that's going to be expensive, but for 25 mil for Ronaldo? Now that's gotta be you gotta give credit to the Glazers when they have to. The price we got him too was ins- like was insane. Yeah, you gotta give credit to what Ed Woodward or I think is yeah is, if he's still the GM, you gotta give him credit because I don't think they're I didn't think they're gonna pull the plug on that, but they actually went and done the transfer. So give him credit. You have now you have Ronaldo Sancho, so that's two great offensive weapons. You get Varane, you get your center back. Okay, you don't get your midfielder, but I think that can be solved. With if by maybe giving Vadibik a chance or maybe even a last minute transfer, but I think I, I think it's harsh not to say that it was like at least nine point five. I mean, we signed one of the best defenders in the world, one of the best right wings in the world, and one of the best strikers in the world. 
Um, so just that I think puts, I mean, gives you a good grade, right? But I, we're desperate for for a midfielder. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Um, what about City? What do you rate their transfer window? Interesting. I think they get a seven for the simple fact that they didn't really need much other than a striker. Now they got Grealish. Okay, it was Andre Mill. We can talk about the price, however, it doesn't really matter. He's there. He is a good player to have, but they're still they're still missing one piece. So is it is it bad that I want to give them a five on ten? Yeah, I think it's harsh. I think you're not that you're being or a four on ten. How is it? How is it too harsh? You you get you sign Grealish for a hundred mil, which but it's not like they, it's not like they needed like a lot of improvement. No, but you lose your striker. You lose your striker who's a, who's a club legend. You fail to sign another striker. You're not getting Harry Kane. You fail to sign Messi on a free. And you fail to sign Ronaldo. But if we're talking about Guardiola, a coach that lost him with false nine. So even if he doesn't get a striker. And you have, a, you have Mendy who uh, has been playing uh, all last season while, uh, honestly, the allegations, I don't know if you saw them, but... The, yeah, we don't. Yeah, let's not even get to that. I've heard about this. It's it's yeah, very very bad allegations, and you don't even know if he's gonna play anymore. So, um, and your other left back is very not convincing. I think four out of ten is harsh. I would have said seven. I say seven just because he can't get. They couldn't get the striker they needed. But yeah, four. I think you're. I think you're. You're you're harsh with four. Um, what about uh, Barca? Well, I mean, Barca was always gonna struggle by, by losing Messi and the fact that they can't really spend that much money. But they got Memphis and they got Aguero. But I think it's a six. I would say a six as well. I think they have a better transfer window than than uh, Man City, and they lost Messi. Um, PSG. That's a ten on ten. Yes, yeah, a ten on ten. That's a ten on ten. And uh, what about Madrid? Because right now we're, we're it's all eyes on Mbappe right now. If they get Mbappe, I think it goes to a seven because they did get Alaba, but that's about it. I kind of really want Mbappe to go, to be honest. He seemed like a Madrid player, and honestly, like Madrid need to be good for football to be exciting. I kind of want. I agree, but I kind of want to see what uh, Mbappe, Neymar, and Messi looks like. It's not gonna be fun to watch. I mean, it's gonna be fun to watch. It's gonna be entertaining, but I mean, it's gonna be uh, like a massacre in offensive football. I mean, you have Neymar, Mbappe, and Messi all going at it. Um, it's not even fair. I think Pochettino might be the only coach in the whole world that's. Probably completely satisfied with his squad. Um, so yeah, I mean, listen, we're probably gonna call it here. Um, hopefully by next week, I mean, the transfer window is gonna be and uh, closed, right? So we're gonna see if any last minute deals happen. This Mbappe transfer saga is gonna be really interesting. Um, do you think it happens or no? I think it will. I think it will. I think yes, yes. I think it will happen. You think it goes? I think so too. I think so too. I mean, apparently, uh, PSG have refused the 180 mil bid that was just happened, and Madrid it wasn't refused, but it wasn't accepted. So I think uh, Madrid apparently just gave them like a deadline to accept it or not, or else they're gonna withdraw the offer. Um, yeah. but honestly, it might not happen in the next couple of days. Like PSG are playing extremely hard to get. They don't want to sell them for less than they bought them for. The deadline, yeah, the deadline is down the 30. Well, I mean, that's they bought it from they bought it from 180. Exactly. So how can you sell him for a loss? Um, yeah, 180, 170. Yeah. I know. And he's in a, in a transfer window where maybe early on before everything happens. And if Madrid have more money, they're probably, it's 200 plus at least. 
Um, so we'll see. But uh, Manchester United, the biggest club in Manchester, always will be. Always has been, always will be. Manchester is red and City fans can suck it. And I think that's going to be it for episode 37. Make sure to follow us on our social medias on Instagram forward underscore pressing on Twitter forward press pod. Make sure you drop us a follow so you're notified every time the episodes go live and you can talk to us. I want to hear from our city fans. I want to hear from our city fans. What did they, what did they think about this? I do. I want to hear from our city fans too because I'll laugh in their face. Um, and if you're an Arsenal fan, please uh, DM us and share your sympathies for my friend Yanis because it's a tough time right now. I don't know how many of you guys are left. Hey, my sh- I'm I'm turning blues real soon. I mean, I was just thinking, like, as a United fan, if if United, if my club went the direction that Arsenal's been going, I don't like. It's so hard because I'm I'm as loyal as the fan as you can get. I've been in 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 football. I've been a New York Giants fan for so long. I just and we've sucked. So I think I'd still be an Arsenal fan, but it's tough, man. It's tough. All right. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for rocking with us. Thanks for rocking with us. Peace. Peace.